sit down in your chair or in your hammock, do you chick and see if it's strong enough to hold you up? Usually not, because you trust it to hold you up, right? Well, you know what God wants you and me to do? He wants you to trust him. The Bible says in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Now, Proverbs is in the Old Testament part of the Bible. It's right after Psalms. Psalms is the biggest book in the Bible. And Proverbs is right after that. So we find our verse today in Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6. It says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Well, remember that God wants you to trust him, to count on him completely. He wants you to trust him with all your heart. Thine is a word for your. God wants you to trust him with all of your heart. And the second part of the verse says, Lean not unto thine own understanding. Thine own understanding. That's what you think, what you understand. Don't depend on what you understand. Trust in God completely. Don't depend on what you think or what you know. God knows everything. Verse 6 says, In all thy ways acknowledge him. That means in every situation you need to remember God. Talk to God. When you pray, you talk to him. And you obey his word, the Bible, when you make decisions. When you make decisions, think about what God wants you to do. And obey God. In all thy ways, acknowledge him. So in everything you do, obey God. Yes, see what God wants you to do. And how do you do that? You do that by praying and by reading your Bible to get to know what God wants. So in everything you do, you can acknowledge God. You can obey God in every decision that you do and everything that you do. And it says, and he shall direct thy paths. So when you do what God wants you to do, then God is going to guide you into what his plan for your life is. God is going to direct your paths, or he's going to show you the way that he wants you to go. He will guide you. When you seek to do what God wants you to do, he will guide you in what you should do. So don't trust in just what you know. Trust in God. Trust him with all your heart. In everything you do, obey God, and he will direct your paths. He will guide you. The verse again is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Well, if you have become a child of God, then remember, God wants you to trust him in every situation, even when you don't understand what's happening. God has a plan. And he has a plan for you. He has a plan for your life. If you let God have things his way, he will work them out for your good. We saw that happen in the life of Joseph, didn't we? It's still true today. If you let God do his plan, he will work it out for your good. But the first step in God's plan for your life is to have your sins forgiven. And if you have never received Jesus as your Savior, you can do that today. 
and you can ask him to forgive your sin. So our verse again is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Well, now Moses was getting ready to go back to Egypt and obey God by delivering his people from slavery in Egypt. Now Moses' wife, her name was Zipporah, if you remember, she may have been surprised at what Moses was going to do. Moses must have told her about the burning bush and how God to told him to deliver his people from Egypt. God had said he would be with Moses. And God would help him to do this big job because it was a huge job. It was two million people in Egypt, two million Hebrews, Hebrew slaves there in Egypt. And Moses was to lead them out of that country? Wow, it was a very big responsibility. Could Moses trust God? Even when he couldn't understand? The job was so big, maybe Moses didn't understand how this would happen. But would he be able to trust God? Well, the Lord told Moses what he should say to Pharaoh. And God told him that it was safe for Moses to go back to Egypt. Remember why Moses left Egypt in the first place? That was because he killed that Egyptian. And it was found out Pharaoh actually wanted to kill Moses. That's why Moses went to Midian, where he met Jethro and where he married Zipporah and where he was still there for 40 years being a shepherd. But God told Moses, it's safe for you to go back to Egypt. The people who wanted him dead were gone. Remember, Moses had his, his staff, his shepherd's rod, and God did a miracle. When Moses put his rod on the ground, God changed it into a serpent, into a snake. Moses took along his rod with him, and he and his family went off to Egypt. Now God also spoke to Moses' brother. Do you remember his name? His name was Aaron. God had chosen Aaron to speak for Moses. God told Aaron to go into the wilderness and meet his brother Moses there. So Aaron obeyed, and as he traveled, he must have wondered about his younger brother Moses. They had probably not seen each other for at least 40 years, and that's a very long time. And when the brothers finally met, oh, they must have hugged each other. And then Moses told Aaron all the things that God told him to do. They probably talked all the way back to Egypt. And when they got back to Egypt, they gathered all of the Israelite leaders together. Now remember, sometimes I might say Hebrews and sometimes I might say Israelites. But I'm talking about the same group of people. The Hebrews and the Israelites are the same group of people. When they got back to Egypt... Moses and Aaron gathered all of the Israelite leaders together, and they must have been curious as to what was happening. 
Maybe they wondered why Moses came back to Egypt. Moses would tell Aaron what needed to be said, and then Aaron would speak and would say it to the crowd of people. Aaron spoke to the Israelite leaders for Moses, and he said that God knew about their suffering, and he had chosen Moses to lead them out of slavery. Well, the Israelite leaders, they may have been like, really? Are you sure? They may have been wondering. It was hard for them to believe that Pharaoh would let all these Hebrew slaves go free. But you know what? Moses knew this was God's plan, and he did something to prove it. He was trying to prove it that this is what God said would happen. So what did Moses do? He did the miracles that God showed him to do. He put his staff on the ground and he saw it turn into a snake. God did that. And then he picked it back up and it turned into a shepherd's staff again. When Moses put his hand inside of his coat and he brought it back out, his hand was diseased with leprosy. And then Moses put it back in and he took it out again and it was clean and it did not have leprosy. And Moses did another miracle because there were three that God told him to do. And the third one is that Moses took some water from the river of the Nile, the Nile River, and the water turned into blood. The water did not just turn a red color, it really did become blood. When the people saw these things, the Bible says they believed and they worshiped God, but then Moses had to go to Pharaoh. Remember who was Pharaoh? It's the king of Egypt. Moses must have been very nervous. He and Aaron, they came into the palace. They walked up to Pharaoh and they said, the Lord God of Israel says, let my people go. But Pharaoh, he said, who is the Lord? I don't know your God, so why should I obey him? I will not let Israel go. Ooh, Pharaoh did not know the true and living God. It's true. He didn't know about God. But do you know about God? Do you know about the true and living God? God is the one who made you just as he made all things. But you are God's special creation. He loves you very much. The Bible says, not that we love God, but that he loved us. 1 John 4.10 God loves you first. He loved you before you were even born. God wants you to be with him in heaven someday, but your sin, mm, it keeps you apart from God. It separates you from him. Sin, eh, that's wanting your own way instead of God's way. The Bible says we have turned everyone to his own way. That's why you do sinful things like acting selfishly or using curse words. God, he's holy. That means he's pure. He's without sin. And he cannot be near anything sinful. In fact, the punishment for sin is to be separated from God forever in a terrible place of darkness and suffering. And I don't want you to go there. But even though you deserve to be punished for your sin, God loves you and he made a way for your sin to be forgiven. Now God the Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, he came from earth to heaven and he lived a perfect life. He never sinned. He never did anything wrong. You and I, we do things that are wrong, but Jesus did not. He is perfect. But one day he was punished like he was a criminal. And even though he never sinned, he was nailed to a cross. He willingly bled and died and suffered to take the punishment for your sin. And the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there is no remission. 
Remission means forgiveness. Without Jesus shedding or giving his blood, there is no remission. There is no forgiveness. God punished the Lord Jesus in your place so you could be forgiven. After Jesus died, he was buried, but then he came alive again on the third day after. And if you receive him as your savior, he will forgive you. He'll forgive your sin and he will make you his child. He is the true and living God and he wants you to know him as your savior. Now, Pharaoh, he did not know the true and living God. He refused to let God's people, the Hebrews, go. Moses and Aaron, they must have begged Pharaoh, but he refused. And then Pharaoh made things even harder for the Israelites. He commanded the officers in charge of the slaves not to give the Israelites any straw for making bricks. Now, straw is a material kind of like hay. So the Israelites had to gather their own straw to make bricks. And they still had to make the same number of bricks that they did before. Wow. Moses and Aaron, they must have been really troubled. They had just told the people that God would deliver them out of Egypt. But Pharaoh, he refused. And he made their work harder than ever because they had to get their own straw now. What would the Israelites think now? This was really, really bad. Would they be able to trust God? This was a very hard situation. But you and I face hard situations too, don't we? Are you able to trust God? Maybe your family has changed and now you have a new mom or a new brother or sister. Or maybe you've prayed about a difficult situation at school or at home and nothing has changed. When you don't understand why things happen, you might say, well, I can't trust God anymore. You might think that God is not interested in you, or you might think that he doesn't listen to your prayers. But if you have received Jesus as your savior, trust God when you don't understand. Trust him always when you understand and when you don't. Because our memory verse, Proverbs 3, 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. You see, God doesn't want you to depend on what you understand. God wants you to trust him, and he will guide you. He will lead you into what you're supposed to do. In another part of the Bible, it says, My thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways. You see, we don't know everything like God does. God knows everything from the beginning to the end. And his ways are always right and always best. And you can trust God even when it's a very hard situation. And this was super hard. Moses, he must have wondered if the Israelites could trust God even in this hard situation they were facing now. The king's officers, they went out and they told the Hebrew slaves... They would have to now get their own straw, but continue to make the same number of bricks as before. The Israelite leaders, they went to Pharaoh, they complained, and then Pharaoh, he became so angry with them. The Israelite leaders were angry. They were discouraged. They left the palace after they spoke to Pharaoh. And then they saw Moses and Aaron standing nearby, and they were very angry at Moses and Aaron. They were saying that God should punish them. Moses may have thought, why are the people blaming us? Moses trusted the true and living God. 
God had guided him back to Egypt, back to his people. God told him he would deliver them from the country of Egypt and deliver them from slavery. And God had called Aaron to help. But now the people were not believing. They didn't understand what was happening and they refused to trust God. And if you've received Jesus as your savior, trust God. Even when you don't understand, when it doesn't make sense, trust God. When change happens, it can be hard, hard to accept changes that can come in your life. Sometimes you might have to wait a long time to see God answer a prayer that you're, you've been praying. So how can you trust God, even when you don't see how he's working? Well, first, you need to remember that God cares for you and he keeps his promises. He always, he faithfully or always keeps his promises. We've learned a couple of memory verses recently that help us to remember this, right? 1 Peter 5, 7, casting all your care upon him for he careth for you. Yes, God cares for you. And we've learned 1 Thessalonians 5.24, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. So you can remember those two verses. And remember that God's ways are not your ways. You can't even imagine how God is working things out. You might be doubting. You might be fearful. But that comes from Satan, God's enemy. He doesn't want you to trust God. And instead of doubting and giving in to those fears and getting all afraid and fearful, you need to trust God. Ask God to help you trust him. Just like our memory verse today reminds us about, right? Proverbs 3, 5 and 6. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in God. He is all-powerful. Remind yourself that God is all-powerful. He's in control. Ask him to give you patience to wait, because he is working things out for your good. God loves you too much to be unkind to you, and he's too wise to ever make a mistake. You can trust God. Even when you don't understand, you can trust him. And the people of Israel, the Hebrews, the Israelites, they did not understand. They didn't know what was happening. And they refused to trust God. They blamed Moses and Aaron for the troubles that had been happening to them. And the Bible says right here that Moses returned unto the Lord. That means he prayed. He prayed to God. And he asked God, why have you caused this trouble to happen to the Israelites? Since I came to speak with Pharaoh, he has been more cruel and mean to them. But God answered Moses, and he said, Now shalt thou see what I will do to Pharaoh. So God was telling Moses, I'm going to do something. I will. God answered Moses, I am the Lord your God. Tell the people I will bring them out of Egypt. I will rescue them from slavery. I'll take them as my own people. I'll bring them to a good land. They will see my great power against Pharaoh, and they will know that I am God. God encouraged Moses to trust him, and Moses told the people what God said, but they did not believe. Moses told God, the people will not listen to me. How can I expect Pharaoh to listen? 
But God continued to tell Moses and Aaron to trust him. God told them, Go and tell Pharaoh to let my people leave Egypt and then bring them out of the land. Moses knew that he and Aaron, they had to obey God. They had to go back to Pharaoh. They had to keep asking like God told them to do. They needed to trust God even when they didn't understand. And if you've received Jesus, will you trust God even when you don't understand? No matter what you're facing, you can trust God. You might be having to wait a long time for God to answer your prayer. But remember who God is. He loves you. He works things out for your good. And he is faithful. He is faithful to keep his promises. That means he always keeps his promises. He cares for you. He will work it out. And ask God to help you trust him. Because it's not always easy to trust God. But our verse for today, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, what does it say? Trust in the Lord with all thine heart, and lean not unto thine own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy paths. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust God. Trust him with all your heart. Acknowledge him in everything you do. And how do you do that? You obey God in all that you do. In the Bible, you find out what God wants you to do. Maybe you're thinking now about a situation where you need to trust God. Why don't you tell God about it? Tell God about it. Tell him about the problem you're facing and ask God to help you trust him. But if you don't know Jesus as your savior, you first need to trust him to make you his child. The Bible says, but as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them that believe on his name. Now, to receive Jesus means to agree with God that you've sinned and believe that Jesus is God the Son who died for your sin and came back to life again. You can receive Jesus as your Savior. You can accept him as your own Savior from sin. A Savior is someone who saves you. And Jesus can save you from your biggest problem, which is the punishment of sin. When you trust Jesus alone to save you from the punishment of your sin, God makes you his child, part of his forever family. He gives you life on the inside so you can live to please God. And one day, you'll get to live with God forever in heaven. Won't that be wonderful? If you would like to receive Jesus as your Savior, you can truly pray and tell him something like this. Dear Jesus, I have sinned and I am sorry. I believe you died and rose again. I receive you as my Savior. Please change me on the inside to live your way. In Jesus' name, amen. If you truly mean that, and you tell that to God, he will make you his child. And that's the most wonderful decision you could ever make. If you would like to read about Moses and how he, he and Aaron went before Pharaoh, and this whole lesson that I just shared with you, you can find it in the Bible, in Exodus, the second book of the Bible. Chapter 4 in Exodus, verses 19 to 21, and Exodus chapter 4, verse 27, all the way to Exodus chapter 6, verse 9. Well, that's all for this time. I'll see you next time. Bye!